Hello and welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bosey. Very, very glad that you could join me. And this week I'd like to talk about syndicating content and doing it in a safe manner. And if you're wondering what syndication is or you're new to this, right? Simply put, it's when you're publishing the same content in multiple places. And I'm a big proponent of this just because reuse of your content is good. Right? You want to get more out of one piece of content, so we want you to do this. But here's the thing. Clients and prospective clients of mine, I've noticed that they seem to get this now, that duplicate content is not good in the eyes of almighty Google. Uh, they are starting to understand this very basic thing about SEO, which is that Google is not going to like it if they see that same content in multiple places. However, I would say you can, and I might go so so far as to say that you should syndicate your content in multiple places because look, you want to extend your reach, get it out there in as many places as you, as you can, um, but you don't want it to take too much work as well. So let's go over the different ways to do this. And in my estimation, there are four different ways. Uh, One is to publish an excerpt, publish an edited version, publish a redirect, or publish uh, a full piece of duplicate content on your site as long as you signal to Google using the rel canonical tag. And I'll get into that in just a second. But first, let's start with what you should not do. So let's say that you publish a piece on your site, or for instance, maybe you uh, publish on someone else's site, an online magazine or a guest post. Now, what you should not do is take that same content and just post it on LinkedIn or Medium or or your own blog or whatever, right? Here's how Google is going to react to that. They see the first post, the Google bots swarm, they index it, they keep the content in their databases, they know that piece of content. You publish a second one that's exactly the same. Google bots come over, they analyze it, and they say, hey, wait a second. We already saw this piece in exact in the exact same form over on this site. So what's up? Is this plagiarism? Or even if they can identify you as the same author, they're like, hey, hold on a second. Are you trying to do something shady here? Because look, we already know that you published this piece. So what's going on? And they're going to lower your rankings for that, which is which is not good. And keep in mind, that's associated with you. So, for instance, uh, when Google is, and this is all they live for, is to serve up relevant content to searchers, right? And if they say, all right, look, we put a black mark on your Google record, uh, they don't trust you to be the authoritative person on this. Uh, they're going to lower your rankings in search, and obviously that's not good for you. And I will say, looking at the profiles of all the clients that I work with, maybe with one exception, the primary channel is search. So it's usually search, then email newsletter, and then a distant third is, is going to be social. And not to say that social is not important, but I'm just saying, look, search is incredibly important to our web property. So you want to make sure that you keep your record very, very clean with Google. So you don't want to do this duplicate content. That is still very bad for SEO. So 
What you see people doing a lot, though, to get around this is you'll see them publishing an excerpt, sort of the first thing that I mentioned, right? So they take a reduced version or an excerpt from the piece, the original piece, and then they publish it on on LinkedIn or Medium or or elsewhere. And it kind of goes like this, right, where you start reading and it says you read a couple paragraphs or whatever. And it says to read the complete article, please go here. And there's a link back to them to their site. Now, I've done this before. Never felt good about it when I did. (laughs) And uh, I would say over the past year or so, I've had a change of heart on this entirely. And mostly that comes out of my own experience. When I see this practice on LinkedIn, I hate it. Right? Let me read the article. I'm here. I'm reading this. I'm interested in it. I clicked it. I'm interested in what you have to say. Why are you sending me to another post? It's irritating. It's not nice to your reader. Like I said, just let me read the article. So I think the the negative thing that you can get there, the downside is it just outweighs any positive that you're going to get from this. And here's the thing, it's going to affect SEO too, because think about this, if someone behaves like I do as a reader, and you leave that site quickly, immediately, and you leave uh, not just the post, but the site, Google knows that, and will say, well, this couldn't have been a very valuable piece of content, you didn't stay on page very long. And when you left, you left. And uh, Google knows that, and that will factor into your rankings. So the next thing to do is to take the original post, edit it pretty heavily, and publish a new version. Now, generally speaking, I get asked about this a lot. uh, About a 20% change in the content is what's considered acceptable for SEO purposes. And where it's I don't want to say this with an absolute, but it's less likely that Google will ding you for that, right? It won't treat it as pure duplicate content. Helps if you change the title, helps if you change some contextual cues based on the audience, and definitely helps if you change some of the the headers within the post. And a side note on this, this works really, really well across different formats, right? So not blog to blog, but for instance, podcast to blog. So I might take some of the episodes that I that I produce for this podcast. And if I feel like it's going to translate well to a blog post where I've got lots of instruction or whatever it is that I want to show, I'll do both. And Google won't see that at all as duplicate content, right? Google can't hear what I'm saying in this this episode of the podcast. But if I were to do a blog post on this, uh, it would Google would see it as, as brand new content, even though it was based on the same thing. Now, the backside of this is, this is obviously more work, right? Editing the post is, it's almost like creating a new post. Not quite, but it's a lot of work. But the good thing is, look, with each outlet that you're publishing to, each one of those is is a different community. And this kind of allows you to adjust for those different pieces of context, right? And so you got a better chance at connecting with that particular audience. So that's good. But let's get to the the safer and easier ways to do this. These are, would be my two preferred way to do this. And the first one is a redirect, right? So you'd publish the post as a redirect only. Uh, sometimes this is called a 301 redirect. And how this works would be you actually create the post so that it's listed on your site 
in your stream of blog posts, which is very good. You want that, right? Your blog is a collection of things that you've written, uh, but it's not actually going to be published on your site. You're actually just going to point the user right to uh, the original piece. And that's considered very clean for Google because it's not actually duplicate content. All you're doing is saying, hey, listen, if you happen to be on my site, I also published this other piece over here. Why don't I take you to that if you're interested? Let me show you how to do this. Um, the easiest way to do it is uh, to use a plugin in WordPress called Yoast SEO. That's Y-O-A-S-T. And they make it super easy to do this. And uh, this is not a paid endorsement of Yoast. They're just awesome. <laughs> so if you're in the plugin, in the post itself, go to the advanced tab in the Yoast plugin and just put the link of the target post in the little box that says 301 redirect. Now, this post is going to show on your blog, on your site, right? Because it'll, it'll function like it's a post. However, and of course, I should say also attach an image, uh, do your meta content, your post excerpt, your keywords, your tags, all that stuff that I'm talking about all the time. Um, so you're treating it like it's a blog post. But here's the thing. When someone clicks on the title, it will bounce straight to that other site. Now, I use this strategy quite a bit from my personal site to my business site. So, for instance, if you go to michaelbosey.com, my personal site, there are some posts on there where if you click the title, it's going to take you directly to my business site at controlmouse.media. And look, the upside of this right here, like I said, it's going to show up in your blog stream. And here's the big thing, totally safe for SEO because it's not duplicate content. Even though, yes, you may have copied some of the excerpt, the keywords, all that. Totally safe for SEO purposes. Now, the downside, of course, is that people are not actually staying on your site. And look, that's usually the goal for people, right? Is to get people to be on your site, experience more of your content, get to know you. But if you're a regular listener, you know that I believe in respecting your audience, you know, provide a lot of value to them, even if it's on someone else's site, and they'll come back, right? If you're providing enough value and they're solving problems because of you, they're learning things because of you, trust them to come back. And I know that's not the sort of hardcore marketing, keep them on your site or whatever, but I just believe that soft touch sort of respect your audience uh, is a much better way to go and earns you a lot more points uh, in the eyes of the user and your prospective customers. All right, but the last way to do this, and this is definitely the best way, is to republish the content in full, but, huge but here, declare to Google what you're doing. And this is completely above board as long as you indicate it in the page code. And all you need to do is to tag the referring post, right, the new one or the second version of the post with an HTML tag called rel canonical. It's, it's actually R-E-L equals canonical, C-A-N-O-N-I-C-A-L. And I left a link for you uh, in the show notes so that you can see what the code actually looks like. And if you put this in, uh, in the page code on, on your blog post, it just signals to Google, hey, look, here's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm not doing anything shady here. All I'm doing is I'm, I'm posting this on my site, but, but look over there. This other link is where the original version of this content is. And Google says, oh, okay, I get it. I see that. Thank you very much. Totally legal, above board and all that. 
Here's the only tricky thing is that you got to put this in the head of the page code. And of course, most of us as small business owners, usually we don't know how to do that you know, by writing code, you may have a developer, uh, whatever, but there's a lot of folks who are running solo businesses um, who are not coders. You know, they're just in a service business, uh, kind of like I am. And it's like, how are you going to do this if you don't know how to code? Well, look, it's actually not that hard. Let me uh, walk you through this. So again, we go to our SEO plugin from Yoast uh, in WordPress. And again, they make it really easy. So in that same advanced tab, just put the link of the target post in the box that says canonical URL. And then uh, what's going to happen is when you hit publish, it's going to write that code into the header and it'll publish it on your site. And here's the cool thing. The, the big upside of this is that one, this post is on your site in full with all the searchable keywords, all the copy, all of that is now attributed to your site. So when someone's searching, you will still show up because you've got all this, you know, you got all these keywords in there. Awesome. The downside and the it's really the only downside is that you won't be getting the full SEO benefit of this on your site. So for instance, because you've told Google, hey, the authoritative canonical version of this post is over there on that site, it's going to rank that one higher. And now that's okay, you've still authored that. Authority is around the person and, and the site too, but you as author will still benefit from the authority, but your site itself won't benefit as much. And again, this is worth the trade-off, right? Because now you're, you're getting some of the benefit on your site, the full post is there, which is good. Someone can read it in full on your site. Awesome. But it's done safely and uh, just telling Google that the, the authoritative post is, is the one. And, and let's face it, if, if you've been hired, for instance, to write a post for someone else's site, like they want you to write a, a guest post or an article on an online publication, you know, you don't want to try to steal their authority. You're probably not going to be able to do that anyway. You know, that was part of the deal. They wanted you there to do that so that they would be gaining some of, of your shine, your authority. And that's sort of the right way to do that. All right. So I think I'll stop there just because, you know, I try to keep these things to 10 minutes. I mean, I really appreciate your attention and, uh, you know, the time that you spend listening to this. So I try to be respectful and keep these pretty short. But I hope that in going over at least you know, I've made this helpful enough where you feel like it's worth it. Uh, there's still another big piece that I want to talk about. And I guess maybe what I'll do is I'll do that in next week's episode, which is syndicating content on Medium. Um, so subscribe if you want to get a little bit more on that. Um, I'll plan to do that one next week. But also, I'd like to do a lot more about repurposing content in general in upcoming episodes, sort of how to do it, and especially how to systematize it so that it doesn't take up your whole life, right? Um, and look, getting wider reach, uh, getting your content out there in many different places for a small-ish ancillary effort. I mean, who doesn't want that, right? This is good content strategy practice, and I want to help you be able to do that. So subscribe so that you can be notified uh, when, when I publish new episodes. And again, really appreciate you being here, and we'll see you next week.